Sometimes you forget that you have a podcast. Sometimes you record episodes without thinking that you'll post them. And I forgot how to sing intros. Here's an episode about a movie. So as a reward for going and seeing a film that I really didn't want to go and see, I got to pick the movie this time! And I made the best decision! Yeah! Yeah! Vindication! It's me, Nick! Welcome back to Hedgesaw! Uh, we just watched Yes, Madam! The, the 1985 Kung Fu movie from China featuring a young Michelle Yeoh. Um, I'm joined tonight by Sean, Hello. EJ, Hello. Shay, Hi. Racy, G'day. and me, Nick, also here. And it, we're going to talk about a fucking radical movie that like completely delivered on every level. Very different energy to this pod so far. Oh my god, I'm so happy. I'm so alive. Yes, this is what it is to enjoy oh. cinema. <laughs> Um, much like the soul, you, this is the soul stone you had to sacrifice. <laughs> you, I did throw you, myself you, off a cliff. Yeah, and and Racy died. <laughs> yeah, Racy died, and then I got this movie, and I was like, oh, great! Brilliant! Um, so, we begin, as ever, with a fun line of one line hot takes. Fun round of one line hot takes. I'm so energized. What? Racy, what's your one line hot take of this movie? Yes, madam! Uh, big 80s fashion lesbian vibe mood. Yes. Yeah, Powerful. that's my one line update. Oh, da- uh, da- <laughs> um... Shay, do you have a follow-up or a superior one line hot take? I mean, that's a pretty solid breakdown I of mean, the movie. Yeah, like, like the lesbian energy was strong. Um... No, I have no one-line hot <laughs> I'm speechless to think of anything smart or quippy to say. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, good fight scene. So. <laughs> <laughs> Are you away? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. Well, hmm, I'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into it. EJ. I'll film. <laughs> <laughs> That's perhaps the greatest sandbag you've ever done. Um, it was, I liked a part of it. Yes. Yeah. A lot of it I could have just done without. Yes. I think we can all agree that there are parts that could have been cut down. I mean, that whole, hey, look, it's a famous snooker champion in a pool <laughs> club. <laughs> Actually, I didn't mind that bit. The snooker champion bit, I didn't mind it. There are some references that are definitely aged and not... Uh, Translation might not have come through. Yeah, Indeed. I, I think yeah, it translated three times. Yes, in full disclosure, uh, dear listener, we were watching a a Hindi language dub with English subtitles of a Chinese film. There's there's layers here that may may or may not have been done correctly. Sean, you just taken my one line hot take. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be I thought I'd seen everything and I've just seen a Chinese kung fu body cop. I have filmed that stuff in Hindi. Yes. <laughs> I, I I think I might have something. Go for that it. That is my favourite version of Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun mixed with a lot of fake Chekhov's <laughs> <laughs> Yes. It's like, I've got... And, and some of these guns might be loaded. I don't know. You better back up. <laughs> oh, oh. And the grenade. Oh, the grenade was so good. Especially mm. since it was subverted by the scene where we first see the grenade. When a real grenade gets... Anyway, and my one-line hot take is... Thank you, Twitter. 
I saw I saw literally a two minute clip of this movie and thought, I'ma watch that. And then I saw watched the first two minutes of this film and thought, I need to watch this with people. Because I don't know where this is gonna go, but I hope it goes somewhere great. Um so, EJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As ever, the responsibility falls to you to try and recount the plot okay. of Yes, madam. What 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 do you got? Do you uh, feel free to tap in for help? If I don't know how much we can help. I don't know how much plot there is. <laughs> um, okay, what I basically got was there's a an accountant who has a record of a forgery involving a high-powered businessman, and there's a a woman who's like the chief inspector of something and. Uh, some, I don't know, she fights people a lot. Yep. Everyone's trying to get this microfilm, and everyone is just running around fighting each other. There's three guys who forge stuff, and they're involved. <laughs> uh, remember then, uh, their name? Uh, names aren't really important. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're all named after pharmaceutical products. They are, yes. Mm. I'm beginning to get a sense of how much EJ was keyed into this movie. I, I, I was really into the fight scenes, yeah, but yeah, yeah. man, otherwise I was a little bit lost. There was some really amazing like, film, like set pieces and stuff, and that was all super impressive. But in terms of plot, it was definitely like... Uh, it was definitely just an excuse to fight. <laughs> <laughs> And, and laugh. Uh, I could have done with a lot more of the female characters and a lot less of the male characters. Who I like, agree. The the comic relief of the three guys just kind of like they were they're basically there just to fight with each other, mm. and there was really not much of the investigation. Like mm. I'm trying to. There's no plot to recount. <laughs> <laughs> they they all end up confronting the the mad businessman. Who has like weird henchmen who have like mustaches and named Mad Dog, <laughs> and they all just end up fighting in amongst glass. And... Yes. And then it ends, and one of the guys just shoots the businessman. <laughs> like, the 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 businessman's like about to get away with it because they burned the microfilm, and then he just fucking shoots him. Yep. And cool end. Yep. Yeah, they're all getting end arrested, right there. and yeah. it's like, well, there's no. Yep. May as well go for it. Yeah. You miss yeah. 100% of the shots you don't take, and he took many shots <laughs> yeah. there. I guess in the end, he got the last laugh. Oh! oh! Very good. There's, yeah, there's not much plot to recount, to be no. honest. Well, I, I really wasn't like... There's not a lot of plot. There's just, it, you're just not <laughs> interested in it because there's no character or story, really. Like, the plot, there's loads of plot. It's just, yeah. you just don't care really about... The yeah, whole subplot It's entirely happening. nonsensical. Yeah, like aspirin, Panadol, and, and Strepsil, who are the three... Stooges? Yeah, like yeah. thieves slash uh, forgers are uh, comic relief in quotes for the movie. Uh, look, we have that scene where they go and visit like their adopted dad or whatever in like a old people's home, who and they're trying the, to buy him a flat. Who was the same age as them? But yeah, with grey hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> but really wanted chicken, and he's not allowed to have chicken because oily food. Yeah, yeah. oh, can't have that. Um, this I I wanted this film to have a lot of crazy fucking fight scenes where people did wild shit 
There was a lot of that. I wanted to see a young Michelle Yeoh never wear the same outfit for more than two seasons in a row. It was like a Beyonce concert. Oh, <laughs> oh, Every single scene, she was in a different outfit. Great visual set piece, outfit, but not much plot. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like yeah. this was like a Beyonce concert. Yeah. This was a, a, a just I. I gotta say, if, if like I'll say up front, go watch this movie if you can find it. It's really fun. Like, yeah, very fun. Have yeah. a couple of cans, watch it with some friends. Watch a bunch of ladies kick the shit out of a bunch of dudes, like in impressive style. Oh my god! Uh, Shay, you said you had things to say. Did I? Oh. Um, well, we all have things to uh, say. Yeah, it's I, a well, podcast. My, my mind continued on from what EJ was saying. It was like, yeah, Go for you it. just didn't really care about anything that was going on. Like there was some. Like we we all got very into it because it opens with like a great action scene where it just was so quick of like, oh, here's a here's a flasher. His dick gets caught in a book by Michelle Yeoh. And then suddenly Michelle Yeoh is like stopping thieves like instantly and in a moment yeah. like yeah. jumping over cars. You're like, whoa, where did this happen? The bit where she's like on the floor with her gun, he goes to shoot her, she's under the car, she rolls back out, shoots him, then jumps yeah. onto the... Ah, oh, so good! And the setup, yeah, all the setup was good of like the accountant and all the myths like of the thieves going in still from the accountant, but the assassin coming in killing him first and them taking it was like oh this is a good setup for like kind of a farcical police investigation but then I, I just didn't I didn't care about the people they got a bit bogged mm. down in the weeds yeah. yeah they just yeah there was just lots of fun set pieces and they were great yeah it was like 70% mm. just focusing on these two on these three idiots and then 20% on the women fighting and then 10% on the guy laughing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the women, like, even the women didn't, like, have characters. They just... No. Um, yeah, I was going to hmm. say, what was Michelle Yeoh's character's name? Madam. Uh, she was in... <laughs> inspect, it's, it's that... It's a... Uh, East Asian name. NG, which I always pronounce, struggle with pronouncing, which is Ng? Inspector Ng, right? Yeah, the problem was they weren't pronouncing it in the film. No, because, no. yeah, Hindi is... Well... What was her other name? Was it just... Ng? Or, like, I, I don't... Because I remember I, Carrie. Yeah, Carrie Carrie was introduced very pointedly in a way, yeah. sort of like, Carrie Morris, and then she says, all like, oh, Inspector Ung, I've heard all about you as well. We're going to have tension because I'm a loose cannon. <laughs> I can only just say that um, it hurt the, in the good cop, bad cop dynamic, and I also want to say I really love that at the end of the movie they were wearing black and white respectively yeah. as the good yeah. cop, bad cop, and I was just like, that's good. There it is. Has there ever been a worse, well, a more aggressive bad cop than <laughs> Inspector she, Carrie Morris of Scotland Yard? She just wanted to fight anybody. Yeah, like, a fucking have you, mate? Yeah. Any excuse. Any, yeah. any, even, she, sometimes wouldn't, even, she wouldn't even ask a question. She'd just be like, I'm just going to fight you until yeah. you talk. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. can slap that guy's cigarette, burn her own hand. It's like, oh, fuck, I can't let him see that I'm hurt. Yeah. I better punch him more. <laughs> it really, gives you really an interesting idea of how... They see the Brits. Aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Punches, no talking. But flexible as well. Yeah. We can do scorpion kicks. She did no less than three scorpion kicks in this movie, which I really appreciated. Her filmography is ridiculous. Oh, really? I looked it up as we were watching. Yeah. I don't recognize any of them, but they're all kung fu movies. Oh, I feel like we could look I into some of these. I think this would be a good list for you. Hey! <laughs> But one of them was called just Lady Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like I'm being called out and in some Lady particular Dragon way. Too. <laughs> ah, 
Oh man, um, Sean, mm. what did you make of this? Um, for me, this is just mainly in set pieces. Which well, I think for all of us, this was is. mainly set pieces. So it was a thing of like, while watching it, it was a thing of like, why does this feel so different? And I realised it's called all shot um, Hong Kong style, style, ain't it? Yeah. So okay. it's that thing, you know, which only real sort of um, what I've seen that style before is probably from Scott Pilgrim. Oh well, hey. but that's the thing. But that's the thing. That's a very small part. I mean, yeah, this has seen it on a much like full scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like a great example of seeing a a film that deliberately and emphatically tries to evoke Hong Kong style is if you guys ever watched a uh, Man of Tai Chi with Keanu Reeves. No. It was a passion project that Keanu Reeves was involved in, where he plays the bad guy, and like evil Keanu Reeves is a really fun thing. Like he's much taller than everyone else. He's got really short hair. He constantly speaks through like a voice thing. And you're like, oh, okay. And he runs an illegal underground fight club and this Tai Chi monk is all like, oh, I want to learn to fight better, so I'll go and pursue dark martial arts in Keanu Reeves' fight ring. And it's fucking great. And it's such a giant fucking love letter to Hong Kong cinema. This was 100% like just proper good shit. Have you not seen a Jackie Chan film? What? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> watch more Jackie Chan. Films. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've watched many Jackie Chan. What? Films. That's a we so. already. You should. Yeah. You should remedy yeah. that. I've seen. I think I've seen one. Uh, which, wait, which one? Uh, I haven't seen a Jackie Chan film. I've seen one Kung Fu movie. It was Kung Fu Hustle, and it was here. Oh yeah, Kung Fu Hustle is that's it's kind of Stephen Chow's very his own. Th- mm. We should watch more Kung Fu movies on the pod. <laughs> this is what it's all been leading up to, guys. I just don't like Kung Fu movies very much. They're just—they're very one note. Like if you either like kung fu or you don't. That's fair. Here's 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 a question to you, Nick. Yes. Because you're obviously the Hong Kong expert. Well, in the room. room. I've watched a lot of them. (laughs) I I've seen some Hong Kong films, and like I recognize the same like tropes of that, like rhythm of like the punching and the sound effects and the like. Yeah. And the smash zoom. But yeah, with this, like, how was it? Because what we were very attracted to when we watched it was like its kinetic editing. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Sometimes you weren't really aware of what the geography was of the room (laughs) because a lot of it was much more about just like the cameras like cutting to like see certain punches and hits in the right way. Yes. Um, (laughs) How is that like compared to other? Is that? quite regular for Hong Kong cinema because the Hong Kong cinema I've seen is much more uh, you understand the geography of a place more and it's much more about seeing what's on screen and it's less it's less quick but as what the, the, fight, the fighting's quick but not the editing well this is the thing uh, what I would say is that a lot of um, the conceptions of what um, we understand to be Hong Kong cinema tend to be derived Mostly from the canon of Jackie Chan. Yes, that mm-hmm. would be me. Yeah, and, and what I will say about Jackie Chan is he is, you know, he was very hands-on with all of the projects that he was involved in once he became a large enough star. And he really popularized a lot of what is now accepted as the sort of canonized Hong Kong style. Where he, you know, he has the thing that, um, the the famous thing is what, what he said when he came over to do uh, the first Rush Hour movie. Which was um, in editing in in Western fight scenes, they try and hide the moment of impact whereas in a um, east asian specifically hong kong style thing they will draw emphasis to so he's like normally when i go to punch someone in a western film i'll swing my fist they'll then cut and then they'll cut to another angle showing them going ah and the hit is implied whereas with um jackie chan style 
it's like he'll do the hit and then he'll also film it from three other angles and you'll be like bah, bah, bah. so you get this real sense of like oh my god the fucking kinesthesia of this moment this was not a Jackie Chan film no. um, this was very much on brand in terms of like the like you, as you can see labour laws for stuntmen what? <laughs> they're, they're less of a thing at this particular time in 1985 in, in China it's like less of a concern it's more like oh do you want to throw yourself off a out of it like you know the bit when panadol gets dropped off the roof yeah. and he's falling down with all the ropes i'm like that's not a dummy that's a guy yeah. Yeah. just falling you're like okay and what that lends these kind of films Which is surprising because panadol has dummies of himself all around <laughs> oh man like can i just say as a sidebar the sequence where panadol is running away that's from the, the murderer best. in his in his like yeah. laboratory oh, slash so studio that's a wonderful sequence i want to talk more about that but please well, wait, we'll get we'll come up. back put a pin in that the, mm. the pin is there but um, the thing that you get from this kind of, uh, from Hong Kong cinema specifically, is much more a sense of, like, weight and, like, it, it, it's like, it's the buzzword that you kind of want to avoid, avoid, but everything feels very visceral, because in many cases, in fact, in almost all cases, they're actually doing the incredibly dangerous, dumb thing that you just watched. Like, we saw Michelle Yeoh do a backflip through some plate glass and, like, grab some dudes by the leg and then flip them out through it. That's the thing we saw on camera, and there's a certain sense of like, okay, yes, okay. And it's a thing that I really enjoy about specifically this era of kung fu films, but also generally why I like East Asian cinema fight scenes better, is because there's much more a heritage of actually doing the stuff. Like, you look at something like The Raid, which is an absolutely mind-blowingly good film. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm working on the Gareth Evans thing. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I, do, do you not know this? No, I don't know this. Do you know how many stunt guys we pay per week? A, a lot. A many. Is it the third? Is it the, is it number three? Always. Oh, completely different. Oh! Okay. Well, we need to. We'll talk about this off. Yeah. Explain for the folks at home what this. What are you guys talking? Okay. About? So, um, <laughs> Indonesia didn't have a kung. Well, didn't have a cinema scene for a large time for a, for to the greater extent. But also, they specifically didn't have a kung fu um, scene. Gareth Evans, as his name would suggest, is a Welsh director who happened to be in Indonesia because his wife was on business there and he met a dude called Iko Uwai and he was like, hey, um, do you want to make a movie together? And they made The Raid, which became an international, like, really impressive blockbuster breakout hit and rebirthed the entire Indonesian kung fu movie scene because everyone was like oh my god people want this Penchak Silat is a really interesting fighting style and it's not been shown on screen nearly as much and now people love it because the raid has been super popular it's fucking brilliant and also he's a really good director because he understands the notion of doing fight scenes with rhythm like I've seen him do talks where he explains like literally for the fight scenes we would go through and just like clap out the rhythm of like it's thing and thing and thing and thing and there's a really clear way to how his fight scenes fit together kinetically and have all this kind of sense that you're there's big moments of like climax but then there's always a thing just carrying you through and it's incredibly well paced like i would watch that yeah or it's it's, it's, phenom it's yeah, also phenomenal. quite violent yeah like i would violent. say that gory it's just like really vicious there are some I bits in both films that are quite gory i don't remember i've only seen do the you remember film. the final fight scene of raid 2 
No, I haven't even watched it, and I know the final fight scene of Raid. You know the final fight scene of Raid 1? Yeah. The bit with the lighting tube? No, I'm, uh, no. We'll talk time. about this. Yeah, we, listener, if you've not seen the raid movies, they're really good too. Yeah, they're, they're, good. they're really fucking great. And they've got good story. The first raid. Yeah, the second one's got more good story also, and it's very, it's like apex level shit. Mm. Um, this was very much like I, I'm really glad that this kind of movie exists because I'm like, holy shit! In the '80s, they were like, let's have a fucking female-fronted kung fu movie. That, that's why I also wanted to ask. Yes. Based on your experience, because I was like, oh, I wonder how many female-fronted, like, Hong Kong, like, films there were. Because we, there might have been quite a lot, and we, as a Western audience, don't know because mm. they weren't imported here. Mm. To, like, this film clearly wasn't imported here. You Ooh, had to... I had to work quite hard to, to work get quite hard to find it. <laughs> in a different language to its so native So if you're liking one. the sound of this... Is that... But, like, in Hong Kong, was that quite a common... Because there was lots of, obviously... Lots of Hong Kong female stars. Yes. But were they typically leads? Or, or I, is this quite a rare instance? I'm, I, I'll fully admit that, that I'm reach, I, you know, I don't have enough knowledge to say like concretely one way or the other. I think in some respects, the, the way that gender roles in specifically Chinese action movies has been handled traditionally has been a bit more even for a longer period, if you will. Like, like for this film, for example, even though it's ostensibly female-fronted, there were some bits that had us going, ooh, uh, mm, about, like, certain ways that gender dynamics were handled, but the female characters were, like, badasses, they were the heroes of the story, for lack of a better term, even if they weren't really the protagonists. Because I think it's fair to say that the three mm. Chuckle Brothers were more <laughs> the guys who the story kind of turned around mm. and kind of drove the narrative. Mm. And the, you know, um, Carrie and um, the inspector were just sort of like, we're also here. Kick! <laughs> I'm going to fight you! But I, I think that you had more of a tradition of having female-empowered characters doing stuff, whereas you, have, you go back to the same time period in, like, Hollywood, mm, and it yeah. was much more like, because this is, what, 1985? So what, have we had Ripley at this point? Yeah. 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 We'd had Ripley, and that was very much like, kind of like a, whoa! There's not been a character of this kind of scale and no, competence. Nineteen eighty nine? No, because it was no. the 30th anniversary recently. No, it was the 40th. 40th. Oh, it was the 40th. Oh, then in that yeah. case. In that case, yes. yes. And we would we have had two. Aliens would have been before eighty five, wouldn't it? Again, I, so. I don't know when yeah. movies come out. I think that was eighty two. I don't know. I should find out. You've never watched. Don't do horror very well. What? I thought you knew this. I didn't know this. Yeah. Wait, a aliens, aliens is, is not a horror film. Aliens is very scary. Alien, alien, alien one is a horror film. Alien two. Compared to today's standards. Oh, eighty six. Not alien. Wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens is a horror film. We should watch Aliens. We should. I'd happily watch Aliens. Oh fuck! Next pod, Aliens. Aliens has the hottest. Army. Oh, like, are we going to so talk about Vasquez? They are all. We going to so talk about Vasquez? Oh, yeah, we could talk about. We could. Oh, there's <laughs> a lot they, of. They, they were, very, they, they they were hot times. police officers. They in, were hot, short-haired police yes, officers in, the, in 80s fashion. When it when Inspector Carey came in with like a yellow jumpsuit and then just like lunged onto, like, a criminal's hand and went, ah, oh, I'm going to interrogate you now. And I was like, oh. 
Step on me. What? Um, <laughs> 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 oh, man. So many but yes, I guess you're right that, like... I feel like, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's interesting to look at, like, there's more of a, a tradition, I would say, in, in very broad strokes, and, like, I'd have to do more research to be able to say this, like I said, concretely. There's more of a tradition of women having action roles, as in, like, actually action-action roles, rather than just being like, oh, oh no, Sylvester Stallone or whoever, I, I'm stuck, help me, which was more the Western tradition. We tended to indulge more in the damsel stuff, necessarily, whereas Chinese cinema tended to have, like, action girls and also mean old ladies... Like, Chinese cinema's got a good line in mean old ladies who are just like, no, fuck, I'm not doing this, fuck you. Get out of here. Hit you with some form of stick. And you're just like, ugh. You watch um, uh, Drunken Master with Jackie Chan, there's like, his, the character who plays his mother is like, wonderful. She takes no shit from anyone throughout the whole movie. Even when they're like, we got to destroy everything you love. She's like, get the fuck out of my house. And they're like, oh, oh okay, Jesus. <laughs> uh, right, uh, 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 uh where were we? We were talking about yes, madam. Fuck, how long have we been going? Not. Oh, not like twenty minutes. That was twenty-five minutes. I mean, we can do aliens. That can definitely be a, mm. a, a pod that we do because, like, I happily watch aliens again. Oh, yeah. Do they have the same amount of costume changes? No. Oh man. So not. I will say we noticed it most with the two female leads yeah. that no outfits were repeated between no. scenes, even when it stretched credulity. That they would have gone away and changed. It's clearly like hours apart, if not minutes yeah. at times. <laughs> and it's just like, boom, different outfit. Yeah. What? Also, I've not put my collar down because it's yeah. always popped. <laughs> but equally, like, so, like, the fucking killer assassin guy also had a yeah. number of costume changes yeah. where he, like, went and murdered a dude, went home, thought, I better change. Puts on, like, a flash jacket, different trousers, and goes, oh, it's the same day, about ten minutes later. Well, he's got to burn his clothes because of the DNA. He's yeah, like, he's got to get it gone, yeah. Um, yeah, this movie's lovely. I, I really enjoyed it. It's, like, such a lot of fun. Can we talk about Panadol's, uh, room? Oh, yeah, oh my god, yes. So, one of the thieves slash forgers, who's named Panadol, the forger specifically, lives in, like, a flat that's also, like, a den... And has like, so like adult Goonies is like what you'd get from. <laughs> how would you? How would we best describe the secrets it's, word? It's like he he's the the Hong Kong's like warehouse for Acme Inc. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> everything is a secret passage. Yeah, yeah everything is a secret passage. He's got like little mallets and like drawers that can pop out and like. And a dog with a bomb in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the body double with the dynamite in its mouth he's was like, fantastic. Yeah, so he's got like a bunch of cages with like tools on them. Like that's that's so he's got like so they look like walls just with tools attached, but they all rotate and like slide and stuff. Yeah, and interconnect. And he knows how things work and like all secret doors and his stuff. And so at one point he slides out of the way with one of the cages and then goes out a window, but the assassin grabs him, pulls him back. But then you see the cut of Panadol at the window still and going, bye. And then it He's cuts back to the assassin holding a dummy Panadol with a dynamite in his mouth. It's so good. Like, yeah. not like just like any, like sparkle of dynamite. Yeah, like full on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like straight up like. Like four attached by like a rubber band, enough Very to take down yeah. the building. Yeah. yeah, but it does like a really small explosion. He's like, ah. Oh. There's quite a lot of explosions in Panadol's apartment, and yeah. the landlord doesn't seem to care. And also, the people they happen to are fine. Like, there's a bit where they throw a grenade into his room. He's like, oh, this is clearly a fake grenade. I'll throw it back out. It then explodes. 
the door goes off its hinges, and then the guys just run in like they were just like, it's fine, it's just a grenade. There's no danger here. I, I have one question. Mad Dog, the... <laughs> There's a villainous character called Mad Dog. Are his eyebrows fake? Is his mustache fake? Inquiring minds uh, wish to know, but there's no way to tell. I want to know if they're interchangeable. Oh. <laughs> I, I think Mad Dog yeah. is where Kenneth Branagh got his inspiration for Murder on the Orient <laughs> <laughs> You realize that is the, that is the second Murder on the Orient Express reference we've had in two podcasts. It's coming. It's making. It's getting, when the sequel comes out. He, he watched this moment. He's like, oh. I need to have crazy facial hair and. Insane roundhouse kicks. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's the thing where the dancer spin kicks that guy at the bar. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, he's a dancer. That makes sense. <laughs> Do it. Um, but the thing I didn't get is like, he's in uh, military fatigues that very distinctly say US yeah, Army yeah. on them. Oh. Which is never really explained. Or I, I was just like, is he meant to be an, um, an American? Yeah, I think that that's definitely probable. Maybe. Because, like, the stereotypical, like, army general or officer is a huge mustache, huge eyebrows. Big knife. Huge knife. Yeah, yeah. which he doesn't use, but then he does, and he gets his fucking yeah. dick slapped off. Yeah. <laughs> you tried to fight, you made the mistake of fighting Michelle Yeoh near a piano. Mm. Bad choice for you. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Mr. Tin's place, who's the bad guy, his his whole apartment is not for a man with a lot of money. Yes, he didn't he didn't build his place though. It's not solid. So <laughs> no, <laughs> made the mistake of just like lots of plate glass <laughs> and cheap wood. Yeah, you know, lots of oh, wood to hit people with. I'm so sad we didn't get to see the fish tank explode. That's true. Oh yeah, that was a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. we saw them moving all this furniture in front of a door, and we're like, well, someone's gonna go through that that glass table, that fish tank. That's all gonna get destroyed. And then it didn't. And we were like, oh, that's okay. The bit with the dirt bike. Oh yeah. <laughs> so the motor's like. Comes out of nowhere. Yeah, up off a ramp <laughs> in the middle of the just, road. Yeah, just the ramp, slap bang, middle of the road. They can be all, all the time in Hong Kong, don't they? The, the, the assassin, Mr. Dick, I think. Mr. Dick. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Dick. <laughs> the assassin. Before he went into the billiard room to like, he sells the ramp. He's like, I might need a ramp in case these two get away from me in the billiard room. If they go try to run, I'm gonna fucking jump after them. It's amazing. And then the bit when they collapse the barrels, he just rides up the wall. That's right, yeah. It's just ah. Oh, the perfectly constructed like skateboard ramp. Yeah, just across the wall. Off there, easy, no problem. Doesn't even slow him down. And he's bit ah. There's. There's such a lot of fun moments in this film of people doing impossibly cool things really casually. Mm. Like the bit when Mr. Dick is interrogating um, <laughs> Strepsil and Aspirin in the toilets in the nightclub. Mm. And he pulls his knife out of his belt, puts one of them in a joint lock and puts the knife to the other yeah. one's throat. Then proceeds to switch their positions <laughs> and puts the knife in different places twice. So he gets both of them in two different knife slash joint locks in like within a minute of it. It's like, I've got you. There's no escape. Now it's a different one. And you're like, oh, wow. They just thought of a lot of cool ways to do this. When he, when we first see Mr. Dick, he like, when he goes and kills the account, he pulls out his like pistol with a silence on it, stabs it into an apple, (laughs) then stabs that into the accountant's mouth and then shoots. Like he double Double silencer. (laughs) Fucking great. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was no like blood splatter. It was, it was just no. all. 
it's because app- it, it was because the bullet didn't kill him. The apple choked him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the He's like, no, the I'm allergic to lead. Ah! <laughs> 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 oh man. All right. Um, I think we've said all we're going to say on this particular film. This was a fun briefcast. Yeah. Uh, we're going to move into final thoughts. Sean, mm. what are your final thoughts on? Yes, madam. Um, and also, follow-up question. Would you like to see more Hong Kong Kung Fu cinema? Yes to that. Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah, just a lot. They tried to fake it. Like, oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. The the has a change. There's a fucking. There's a what's it? Um, Shadow of Eagles Claw is a Jackie Chan film where the the final villain that he fights is a crazy Catholic priest. Ooh. It's fucking crazy. Who also does yeah, martial I, arts? I don't yeah, know, I'm all bored yes. for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, your final yeah. thoughts, Sean. Yeah, like. Plot, there is a plot apparently, uh, but it is just sort of hidden behind all the set pieces, which are the main drawing point of the film. It's what and you're there for. Yeah, it's, and it delivers. Like Everything is fun, it's exciting, and it, yeah, it's just, it's just really, really good fun. Mm. Yeah. EJ? It was cool. Um, it could have done with like. 45 minutes of it being cut so I could just watch the action. <laughs> I just wanted the action scenes. That's fair. Um, I needed like a hundred times more of the women doing action stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if there had been a single shot of them sharing like an intense look in the eyes oh. with each other, hey no. Yeah, that, well, I know that wouldn't fly in China though. No, yeah, mm-hmm. but the, the, really sub, the like subtext that. writes itself at this point. You're like, I mean... Yeah. But like, I think people like, you know how some people just like yeah, hate musicals? Yeah. Like, that's how I feel about kung fu movies. Like, and an- and animation, right? Yeah, I just cannot get on board with it. That's fair. But I understand why people like it. Yes. But it was a good film. So like, I won't fine. force you to watch more kung fu movies. Nah. What about um, Hong Kong police films? Because they're very, like, intense, fun, like, thriller kind of things. Like, like, like Infernal uh, Affairs like, kind yeah, of stuff? Infernal I've seen Infernal Affairs. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's not just, like... That no plot with like just kung fu. Then I would probably That's watch it. That's the police yeah. story, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah police so, story. Yeah. I was, have you seen Have you seen yeah. Ashes of Time Redux? I've got that. No. That's fucking good. It's so good. There's a shot in that of that Maggie Chung's doing a scene by herself, and it's like an. Oh, I well, my last time I watched it, I was really fucking high. Um, and like, there's a scene where she's basically. This is, this is what I recommend for that. This movie, yes, madam. Yes. Oh boy. <laughs> If you get high and watch this movie, I'll have a whale of a time. <laughs> um, but there's this scene in it where she's basically sort of lamenting the fact that she and her lover were never connected in the way that she wanted. And it's this incredibly tight close-up of just her looking sad for, like, about six minutes. It's super intense. It's fucking incredible. And you're just like, ah, oh, my heart, it's being drawn out of me slowly by inches and degrees, Maggie. Why are you so good? Maggie Chan, why are you so good? <laughs> I'm not sure I would connect with that. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> fucking incredible. It's like just yeah. such a powerful moment of like profound sadness. It's so good. Ash the Time Redux is great. Ah. Shay. Uh, final thoughts. Sorry. <laughs> hey, like, if, if you're gonna like write yourself into a corner where you're like, ah, oh, we just, we have no way to end this because we destroyed the microfilm. We destroyed the microfilm and, uh, Fuck it, let's just kill the main guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's great. I did love the ending. I thought the ending was great, because it was so, like, 
anti. Fuck it's kind the of anti-establishment. <laughs> yeah, like, fuck yeah, the rich yeah. guy. Fuck the rich guy and fuck the police who have got us right now. We're gonna kill the rich guy because he deserves it, and I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, you killed Um, and I'm really glad. Um, I feel like this film has made Nick Mr. Tin, who's just. Because he lives, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he lives a happy life. He just laughs all the time. I love to laugh because I'm so happy. <laughs> what a! I will say, good villain. Like I was like, oh fuck this guy. What like, was great about was that at the point where you said. This guy just laughs too much. He, he then addressed you. Yeah, like, he was oh. like, I do laugh an awful lot, Nick. I was like, oh. <laughs> With his great shirt as well. But he never changed outfits. That's how yeah. you know he's fucking evil. Yeah, that's how you know he's rich. Yeah, doesn't need to. His clothes are too high yeah. quality to change. Racy, final thoughts on Yes, Madam! Oh, I'm, I'm definitely inspired to like go on Etsy, buy five new outfits and learn Kung Fu. Yeah! <laughs> I will say, if you're, not, if, 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 if you're not wearing a popped collar next time I see you, I will be thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> And keep it up. I'll have to keep it like. <laughs> Just get some matchsticks and that. <laughs> um, and I guess for mine, um, clonk. Uh, <laughs> my final thought would be, um, I don't often judge an entire movie based on the first like two minutes of it, but I did, and I was right. <laughs> 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 and I'm really happy that I did that because now we've seen it and it was good. The podcast is good again. Yay! Yay!